Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name is Preston. We're reporting once again live from the Trap House. We're doing back-to-back recordings right now because I'm about to be out of town for the next week. An infinite, infamous trip. Should be cool. Hopefully, Louie's a, a traveled man, huh? I've been a sightseer. Uh, I've been around the block a few times. You know what I'm saying? Travel blogger. <laughs> um, I still think we should do an episode remote sometime. For sure. Absolutely. I'm going camping this summer. If you are down to spend like two nights out in the woods, if you can do that for me, pull it together and do that for me. <laughs> pull it together, man. Because I yeah, know you're man. anti-outdoors sometimes. It just... I want to stay somewhere with some water. Like, on a lake, chilling. I thought you meant with running water, and I was about to be like, ooh. That'd be fun, too. River would be cool. But there is a lake in Indiana that I've been thinking of, like, be a cool spot to camp on, go swimming, that kind of shit. Cool. Today, we are going to talk about the biggest piece of shit social media platform on the face of the planet. What are you going to talk about, Louie? Are you going to talk about TikTok? Would you call it a social media platform? That's an interesting way of putting it. I don't disagree with you. I'm talking about Spotify today. So, Preston was looking at me funny because I was calling it a social media platform. So, it's becoming more and more social media-like over time. True. It's become more influencer-based. You know, everyone's got their own individual playlist. You could probably find, like, uh, you know, Maria Menudo's personal hype playlist or, you know, Jenna Ortega's yeah. fucking sad girl music playlist. Like, and they have a bunch of stuff now that they didn't used to have. It's less about the Spotify music now rap than it used to alone be. is such a like social uh-huh. wave, you know, very big deal every <clears throat> year for some people. I kind of thought it would be just a fad. It has not gone away as quickly as I might have thought. Bro, is this yours? I think it is. Might be. <laughs> Where was yours? <laughs> right here. Dumbass. <laughs> For you all that can't see us right now, if you all aren't watching the secret camera recorded video podcast that we're doing right now. The the one that the feds have. I was just drinking out of Preston's beer because I'm a dumbass. And I do stuff like that. They look similar enough. They're both Mason Jar-esque. What's Spotify doing to become even more like a social media platform? They are following the trend of... Instagram and YouTube and all of these other platforms that are trying to be like TikTok. There's going to be a TikTok mode on Spotify. What do you mean? So. The fuck do you mean? It's going to be called the quote unquote new music discovery feed. So basically the idea of this is you'll scroll through a bunch of shit like TikTok and and it'll go, play it's you. gonna be like a five second clip of songs. As how like the way that we enjoy music is different from a lot of people, but I still can't understand 
how that would appease to someone. Like, that sounds horrible to me. It, also, think about how often you're going to like a song on there, and then you're going to just be going and listening to the like full version. They, mm-hmm. If they are going to implement something like that, there needs to be like a button for just automatically playing the full version instead of just a five-second clip, where like you can double-tap it, and it'll play the full version automatically. So... I think it does have that option. I think it has the option to press play on the shit, you know. That still says a lot about our society, though. If you need five-second clips to enjoy new music instead of... Like, I couldn't... I make playlists all the Mm -hmm. time. And I will take recommendations from Spotify, but I can't just listen to a song for, like, a few seconds and know whether or not Uh, I like it. Uh, It's like that... Kendrick song that we talked about recently and it's that first bit is goofy and weird as fuck nobody's gonna listen to the first even like minute of that song right and know what the fuck's going on and like care enough to listen through it Uh uh-huh right but if you just listen through an album or like listen through the full song give the full song a shot then you're actually gonna know so real quick have you ever been put on a song from like a short clip, maybe not a TikTok, but like maybe like a reels or like something that's been edited. Like reels a are just video. kind of like TikToks these yeah. days, for but all intents and purposes. Yes, I have, and I have too. So let's get that out there. I'm not acting like it's I'm, impossible I'm just to hear five seconds of a song, but and I know if it's good or not. I've that's, also some songs are that good. Tell me if you had this experience. Have you ever listened to a five second? clip of a song and be like oh that's kind of catchy or whatever and then you go, and then to, you go to the full ass. song and that's the best part of the whole song and the rest of the song is fucking shitty yeah well, or when a tiktok song yeah. just blows up and it's on the radio and you can't escape it mm-hmm. you know that that's just torture for me I like that blue song yeah exactly why am I talking about this why do I care so much that Spotify is doing this when TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, all these other platforms are already doing it? Well, I'll tell you why I care. Because this gives even more incentive for artists to make music in a way where you can take a five-second clip and be able to put people on that way. Yeah. Music is going to become even more about one dimensional just like a catch, yeah. Because Spotify is, is a music it, and app. it's so large. It's like the music app. Mm-hmm. Like otherwise it's Apple Music or like some people do just listen to the radio. Those are old fucking people. That's ugly. Um, yeah, Spotify and Apple Music are the main ones outside of Pandora. Like, do you know anybody that used to use Pandora? I used to use Pandora. I used to use Pandora and, too. And it was kind of lit because it was okay. You would, you would, the the ads would fucking suck, but you could put on a radio and then you would play. So you would find some shit that you never heard before, yeah. and you'd be like, "It actually, oh, this shit is it was like good. It was just not. It's not Spotify." Spotify recommendations are so shitty. Spotify has access to so much, mm-hmm. you know. That's kind of part of it too, is the it's it's just like the Disney or like Apple sort of thing. Where yeah. It's just like all this shit's exclusive to one service that most mm-hmm. people are gonna have to have that fucking service. We're all just simple monkey see monkey do motherfuckers. Like, yeah. If 
everybody around you has Spotify, you're gonna be like, damn, I need Spotify too. What what is Pandora? What are you talking about? Some people might not know what we're talking about if I if I'm like, oh yeah, I used to have Pandora. Yeah. Some people are gonna be like, what the fuck are they talking about? So let me talk about something even worse with Spotify. Because the TikTok shake is whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't fuck with it at all. But that's not what I was pissed off about just now when I was talking about Spotify. That's one of those, like, if you don't like it, don't use it things. Mm-hmm. So it is avoidable. Yeah. But they will just make random changes that affect the whole system. Like, the music recommendations over time have gotten way worse. It has to be the system that they've put in place for music recommendations. Yeah. Whoever's, like, paying the most money for getting recommended or some shit like that, you know? I'm so glad you said that. So, Spotify officially announced Discovery Mode. Interesting. In exchange for lower royalty rates, artists can use the program to gain more algorithmic exposure through Spotify, radio, and autoplay. Louie, how did I read your mind? I literally haven't even heard about this before. Is that not the most bullshit fucking thing you've ever heard? That pisses me off. That is wild. On multiple levels. They're screwing over artists, basically, to to make fans. Which, I guess if you're new, that could be useful. Because it's not like you have to pay money, you just take a smaller cut. And it's already mm-hmm. kind of a small cut from Spotify. You know? Like, it's a very small yeah. cut already. Yeah, exactly. Pennies. People do not make m- big money. Like, they can Percentages make a career. on a penny. But yeah. It's crazy. I've had conversations with this about this with other people, and I have said before that I think that Spotify kind of hurts smaller artists. It gives you access to smaller artists for exposure to listen to them in that way, a bunch of artists that you might not have heard of in a different era where you'd have to hear them on the radio or buy the CD to listen to them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... Just like you were saying, the the rich keep getting richer well, with this shit. The people on the top are able to make some good money off of their streams because they're getting millions of streams on certain songs, as opposed to smaller artists who are getting, you know, one-tenth of a penny, you know, sure. maybe one million times, if they're lucky, with, like, their biggest song. Um... What was I going to say? I was going to say that the sort of, it's another one of those like our society becomes pay to play Uh at some point. That's just kind of the end result of capitalism for most things is if you want success in this thing, Uh give me more fucking money. I have offered this free like miniature service and now if you want access to more, you have to taken out yeah so let's think i want to talk about the economics of this but before i get into some more complex shit i want to say just on the surface level that i think spotify kind of got this idea from elon musk yeah because that was a new twitter thing that you could basically pay for promotion pay for better algorithmic coverage in twitter and people were barring Elon then 
that like this is a stupid idea and if you're actually promoting free speech then why are you making it a money game why are you making it a pay-to-play thing that's not what fucking freedom of speech is but despite that being a terrible move by Twitter and everyone knows it, yeah. it kind of set precedent where that it's Spotify can do yeah. some shit like this and it it'll probably work be, out better for Spotify too. It not be like groundbreaking. Like this is the first time we've seen something Somebody like do. this. Yeah. To talk about legally interesting too. Mm-hmm. Business wise, how how much of a cut for a little bit of promotion? It's already not money enough for anything to matter because it's fractions of a penny uh-huh. but but Louis, what if we took the l <laughs> for some promotion i mean shit we might do it we could fuck i just realized that we're posting this on spotify and we're talking shit about Spotify. it's like when john <laughs> oliver talks shit about hbo <laughs> yeah that's all it feels so exactly funny. like that <laughs> we're fighting the man so fuck you, Dad. <laughs> so what if Apple Podcast promotes this episode because and Spotify we're smacking. emotes it and it ends up balancing out? What's something bad we can say about Apple Music so that it so it, it neutrals it's out? Even, yeah. So we get demonetized on every platform. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then we can be one of those people that's like the mainstream media doesn't fuck with us. Uh, I don't know. Steve Jobs kind of looks like a pussy in his turtleneck. I don't know what I can really say. Um, besides, Apple are made of. He's actually of not devices. that smart. That's my take. He's the Elon Musk of the two thousands. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I want to talk about the economics of this Spotify thing because I think that it's pretty obvious what this is gonna do, and I think that people aren't even thinking about it because they're just like this is stupid or whatever they're not thinking about like big picture like what this is actually going to do Mm -hmm. who is going to be able to afford to take the pay cut is it going to be smaller artists or who already don't need like have the money so Uh it's not that big of a deal i understand that and it's it's realistic but it's also the people that kind of need it and then for larger artists it's totally likely that they'll just be able to take a bigger cut out mm. of it because they don't even like care so it could go that way and i see what you're saying because the smaller artists do need the exposure more than the bigger artists but the bigger artists are making so much money off of other shit off of touring off of merchandise off of vinyl sales mm-hmm. they're making money off of a ton of shit versus the smaller artists who doesn't have the same amount of income coming in. So what I can foresee happening, the bigger artists taking the pay cut and then the smaller artists are kind of going to have their hand forced to take the pay cut. Yeah, it's just to try to get a leg up on those bigger uh, artists. And who's going to have more staying power? Who's going to have more fucking money? in their corner to be able to survive that and weather that storm. Yeah. Not the fucking small artist. It's going to be like the Walmart effect where there's a Walmart that moves into your town. Yeah, and, and they're offering else is fucked. And they're offering, like, uh, better prices than these mom-and-pop shops. Yeah, or, so like, the mom-and-pop shops have to... Dollar Store does that a lot. Uh-huh. Like, Dollar General. Same thing. 
they do the they do that way more intensely than any this is actually a fact like I learned this recently yeah Walmart does that and it's bad because they have a lot of options but dollar stores family dollars dollar generals all those motherfuckers come in there and they actually give the impression of being a better deal but it is not always a better deal Sometimes, like, yes, for some stuff, they're selling you at a decreased value, Mm -hmm. but for some other bullshit, they'll jack it up, but it'll still be a dollar. So it's still the dollar store. Yeah. And honestly, now with inflation, it's not even the dollar store. It's like a dollar 25. Yeah. Dollar 50 almost. Dollar Tree kind of fell off because they used to have everything actually a dollar, but now they don't. Some are good, some are bad now, which is very interesting. But... Basically, what that does, the Dollar General or the Walmart or whatever example you want to use, they have more liquidity than the mom and pop shops. They have more pricing power than the mom and pop shops. They can get shit for cheaper than the mom and pop shops already. So they're still making the same amount of money or more money even if they have the same prices. It's only a dollar on paper. That drives... The mom and pop shops out of business, and I can see it being the same fucking thing with music, with this bullshit fucking predatory way to get money. Yeah. It really is predatory. That's a good way to put it. That's one of those words that puts perspective on something. Uh huh. And it really is just to take advantage of people. Anything that's pay to play takes advantage of people. Because it, it goes for, like, base desires to just, mm-hmm. like, if you're a struggling artist, you're gonna want to do whatever you can uh-huh. to make sure that more people see your music. Yeah. And if it's taken a cut on money that you don't already have, that seems like a good deal at the time. Yeah. Think about it. You can think about it in any terms. If someone was fucking selling weed and someone was selling the shit for, like, you know... Five dollars a gram. Yeah, you can't compete with that. You either have to lower your prices, or you or, you're ha- or you have to be fucked. Yeah, you know that's kind of how it works. So eventually, there's gonna be an equilibrium with the shit where everybody is going to be on the algorithm shit because you gotta think too. Being favored by the algorithm could very easily equate to it the same amount of money. It would equ- probably equate to the same amount of money yeah. if you're getting more streams, but you're getting paid less. Isn't that fucked up? It would literally be a lateral move. It wouldn't yeah. help you. Yeah. I mean, it's just another one of those, like, companies do what they can, because they can. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to hold them accountable? Fucking nobody. And it's one of those, like, the, it's not even illegal, it's just manipulative. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's bad business, because it's sort of, yeah, has this sort of, like, icky, you know, slimy business sort of feeling to it. Yeah, it definitely does. Like... I wouldn't feel comfortable having a contract with somebody that was like that. You, you sure. take this L, but I, I will tell more people about you. 
and you have to do it because bigger artists than you can totally do it. It's like when artists get bullied online because people are like, can you do shit for free for exposure? That's basically the same fucking thing. Like, you're asking people to work for basically nothing. Yeah. Already. And the only reason they're able to get away with it is because that's the way of the world right now. People don't buy CDs anymore. People don't purchase digital albums anymore. We are evolved past all of that. We stream shit now because somehow it's more worth it to pay Spotify than pay the artist. I just can't do that, man. I just... I just don't fuck with it at all. So, fuck you, Spotify. Please give us algorithm support. <laughs> if they do this deal with podcast, I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck. I'm not getting paid anything from Spotify anyway. Sure. So, <laughs> how many how many uh, like streams does something have to pl- have for it to even make a penny, Louie? Google, Google how much a stream is. I'm going to say how many streams to make a dollar. Dollar on Spotify. That's not as bad as I thought it would be. How many streams? 229 to make a dollar on Spotify. Yeah, that's not that bad. It's the same on Amazon Music as well. Nice. So you'd have to listen That's to... That's so fucked. You'd have to listen to something... Uh, it's like four cents per ten streams. You'd have to listen to something like... Like... Two thousand times to have it make ten bucks. Yeah. Which is what owls were worth at one point. If I... Played a 10 minute song, would you be pissed? I would love it. Fifth year with the DLC. You can see what CLC. Rubber cop out here, COP. Three hots in the COT. Lived in a small town his whole life. Never left like sounding like the whole right. Either working at the prison or it's no lights. In the system working with the police, in the prison stripping niggas phone rights. Got a menace on the other side of the bars. Watch niggas get smart, watch niggas get strong, watch niggas get home. He jealous, but deep down he jealous. With each sweep down he tell us, with each beat down he help us. Wrong one gon' knock his ass out though. Swag got a. You just listened to Prisoner One and Two by Lupe Fiasco. Preston, were you expecting uh? 10 minutes on. I didn't even notice that it was 10 minutes, honestly. <laughs> uh, magnum opus about the prison system and capitalism. Where you expected me to drop all he talks, that on you right He talks there. about that shit more on that album. Mm-hmm. So I was not surprised. Uh-huh. Um, I love Lupe Fiasco for doing shit like that. Because it's good and he makes it sound real pretty. Um... Here's an interesting thing about this. Before we even go deeper into this, just because I'm on Genius right now, uh, do you catch that uh, vocal clip at the very beginning of the song where someone says, the king, when you're the king of African music, you're the king because music is the king of all professions? 
that there was like a vocal sample like in the beginning of the song right now. That was Fela Kuti. Oh shit. Who's That's funny. Who Preston's brought to the show before and I didn't even know I've heard of him before that, but I never listened to any of his shit or knew really anything about him before Preston brought him to the show. So it's interesting that that was a detail in here that I just didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, that's cool. That makes me know that Lupe Fiasco listens He's to He's on the level. Yeah, for same sure. shit as me. <laughs> that's, that's quite flattering. So I'm sure you didn't get a lot of that on first listen. No. It's a mouthful. Because Lupe's rapping like... Let me see. Like his life depends on two, it throughout this song, three. honestly. It's a long song. There's, there's a lot to listen to. There's three verses, and there's two hooks, and then there's uh, another three verses in the second part of the song. Another two verses, sorry. So it's a, a fucking lot of rapping in that song. Yeah. But... Just to go through some of the highlights, in the first half of the song, he's talking from the perspective of like a prisoner. He's talking about like how somebody is peacefully protesting and they mm-hmm. get locked up and thrown in the can. And he's talking about all the fucked up shit that goes on behind the walls. He he's I don't know if I don't think he's ever been to prison. But he's close to a lot of people that yeah. are in prison. He talks about Guantanamo and uh-huh. this album as well. More specifically, though, his manager that he had before he had his first album even, he's been locked up for possession and, you know, yeah. intent to distribute for, like, 30 years. That was, like, in, like, 2006, 2007. So just when Lupe was starting to... Yeah, holy shit. To make waves on the scene, you know, his partner's gotten locked up. So he has a very personal relationship to how fucked up the prison system is in general. But he says all this crazy shit in this song, in this first part of the song, where he's talking about how uh, now he doing double life while his wife is living a double life. Mm-hmm. Her wife is living it up on the outside. She's not in jail, so she can do whatever the fuck she wants. But she's still going to be fucking married to bro and stuff like that. She can't change that, right? But, uh... Bro. Some of these lyrics are nuts. He says, New approach might help me bowl better. New hoes might help me get a hole together. Or will a new lane, or will a new lane, uh, lead him to the same pin, and the hunger strike in him to the same tin? Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. That whole bowling scheme is crazy. Cause he's talking about approach a bowl, and then lane, pin, and strike. Just effortlessly, just yeah, just like it's fucking nothing. And then he's talking about going fucking insane on the inside. But I think the craziest part of this song is the second half, 
where it goes to the second prisoner that they're talking about in the song, yeah. which is the corrections officer, the people that are working at the prison. Yeah. He's talking about how he they're put in a position where they have to, you know, discipline and do, you know, run shit like a jail or they won't have lights on in their house. So he's saying all this crazy shit about how he's jealous of the inmates because eventually they'll get to go home and he has to work in this jail forever, basically. So he's kind of talking about how capitalism as a whole is like prison. Mm Mm-hmm. He's making a bigger metaphor That's a about prison. Good like song to have a little bit of Felicuti at the beginning too, because yeah. he was also very anti capitalism. Mm-hmm. And anti imperialism. And that obviously translates in his music. Yeah. For sure. And the bridge in the song is Lupe's sister, who does a lot of poetry, yeah. On she does it on a lot of like intros to albums. That's awesome. But this is one of the few times where she wasn't in the intro. She was in the bridge between these two songs on this. So she says that uh, she says a bunch of poetic shit, but she's basically repeating that this is the new Jim Crow. Yeah. And it's between the two songs. So, in a way, she's talking about the protester who's in jail forever getting fucked in the ass and getting put in solitary and losing his mind. Yeah. And after that's the fucking song about the prison guard who's first forced to work and, you know, treat his other brothers like fucking shit. Yeah. And that makes him feel terrible. So, in a way, she say that about both parts of the song. That's the connecting thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of corny, but it's, it's a bridge that connects the yeah. two parts of the song. It's just very head-on. It's, yeah. it's not, I wouldn't say corny, but it is very uh, obvious. Just, yeah, I just meant it was corny that I was saying it like that. That it was this important? <laughs> no, it is important. It's a very important part of the song. Um, and it does make a very strong point for a five minute song or not five ten. minutes ten. ten it's eight minutes thirty seconds on here ten for all intents and purposes almost ten I rounded down Louis rounded up <laughs> there is a lot of talking in here yeah. there is like a good intro in shit and it is a little repetitive, but repetitive in a good way, in an important, impactful mm-hmm. way. Because both the hooks are crazy, because he's talking yeah. from the perspective of the... T- and there's enough of a vibe switch, yeah. too, throughout it, for it to not feel that, too long. That change really... It feels like two songs good. at some point. Yeah. Which is good. It, it basically is. Yeah. But it's one song, so... But, uh... If you're gonna do a long song, yeah. though, it should be structured as two that work really well together. Yeah, there should be some change-up in a song that long. Yeah. For real. But, in one hook, he's talking about, uh, from the perspective of the corrections officer, you better watch him 
if it was up to me, I would never want to unlock them. He said that he wants to unbox them and throw away the key like the Coast Guard's watching me. So that's kind of a crazy line because, like, you know, when you're smuggling drugs into the country, yeah. the Coast Guard sees you that you throw the key away. That's kind of what they were saying. But uh, in the first hook, he's saying, like, uh, love is looking over various errors and hate is habitually accelerating terror. So he's saying that the difference between how the prison system should be and how it actually is is like the difference between love and hate. Yeah. It's fucking opposite. Okay, we can move on. Because I could that's really talk about that's this very forever. Real. Yeah. But yeah. Because there are different, there are alternative prison systems in the world. And uh, they are 100% about therapy and actual rehabilitation. Yeah. Than punishment. But America doesn't believe in that. Yeah. We don't believe in... I think it's, honestly, this is one of those hot takes. Um, I'm going to blame it on the Christians. I'm going to say that America being founded by a bunch of Christians, Christians like punishment. Christians like, like, self-punishment, mm-hmm. even. So, it would make sense that because Christians founded this nation that our correction system and that our government is heavily influenced already by religion mm-hmm. would be influenced by religion as well. Yeah. Because, I mean, A... Back in Jesus' day, everybody loved a good stoning, you know? Right. Public hangings, when you had nothing to do back in the, like, 1800s? Yeah. Shit. (laughs) I also think it's interesting that America was, like, a prison colony. Kind of. In some places. Yeah. So, the fact that the prison's so different now... Than from when this country was founded, yeah, it was just where like, it was it. literally like, okay, we go, just, yeah, go it. into the wild and chill. You're allowed to do your thing, but you're you're not you're allowed not, in society. Not allowed yeah. in our society anymore. And they that'd be lit. They did something like some good. people would be screwed, but like that's that's just how yeah. life is. We're the descendants of some of those people. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, that's why we're similar to Australia in some ways. Yeah. We all like alcohol and guns. Australia's wild. It is wild. Probably not as wild as It's here. if you <laughs> added more dangerous animals and made it 100 degrees yeah. in America all the time. <laughs> I don't want to go to Australia, but it's kind of... Yeah. The animals kind of freak me it's out. It's a little iffy. It's a long-ass flight, Louie. Fuck, too long. Yeah. That's about as far as you could Go fly, from here, yeah. Right. Like, you could fly very much further in the world. Antarctica. Antarctica wouldn't be that far, because you could just go straight down. Just down. That's going to be... Downshift. That's going to be me tomorrow. It's going to be, you know, I-65 all the way down. Kind of. (laughs) I-65 south. Uh, Okay, what else? Here's a headline. A 39-year-old woman has been sentenced to 12 months in jail... After she was filmed, cutting up and eating her daughter's hamster. Excuse me? (laughs) You can't make this shit up. Someone replied... Let me read that again. No. Filmed? Why was it filmed? She doesn't even look guilty. She's like, I'm glad I did that. Yeah. She She looks crazy. She looks like she'd eat a hamster. 
I love the picture of the hamster too. He looks so scared. They showed I, that hamster a picture of that lady. I like to think that picture of the hamster's from the film. Someone replied, I'd like to buy this movie, please. I want to see uh, if I can find this video out in the ether. Someone replied with the meme, uh, he was winning and I got mad. It's this guy playing Uno with a chicken, and then the next frame is a bunch of fried chicken. And someone posted that meme and they were like, this is probably what happened. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. It's only a still. I know I'm not going to be able to find the whole video, but... I gotta see this still. Look at that. She's sho- She's got the big gulp, or whatever the fuck that is, and the fucking hamster, and she's putting that hamster in her mouth, and she's got the drink ready. I hope she cooked it. Is it <laughs> fucked up that that's what I'm thinking about? I hope she cooked it. The, it, the image of her fucking... Just eat a raw hamster that was alive two seconds ago. That's fucking nasty. I can't imagine a hamster would taste that good. Maybe she was hungry, bro. It was posted I on say, social media. I say free her. <laughs> Let her go. She didn't mean it. Gave the damn little girl another hamster. She'll yeah, be fine. Exactly. Why do you gotta make it a whole thing? Arrest her mom. You just get a new one and pretend like it's the old one, even though it's a totally different color. The only difference between this story and all the non-stories of a bunch of rednecks in the woods eating squirrels yeah. is that the hamster was someone's pet. And, and maybe it was, it was Yeah, and maybe it was alive and not cooked when she ate it. Well, That's it was, a big difference. If I, it was I cut up, it wouldn't be fucking alive. Yeah. I, I mean, like, somebody biting off the head of, like, a squirrel, Louie, is not the same. Because, yes, that is somebody's pet. It it's kind of the different. same. It's kind of the same, but it's kind of not. Honestly, though, he'll probably just, just playing devil's anything. advocate. It's gross either it way. It is gross either way. I just don't know why that's a story. Except for the shock factor. Big shock value. <laughs> uh, she was apparently a drug addict. Drugs will make you do things like, I guess, eat your hamster's dog. <laughs> your daughter's hamster. I know weed doesn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Meth, exactly baby. our point. How much alcohol to eat a hamster? <laughs> Bro, not enough. There's not enough alcohol in the world. I'd have to be I'd have to be blacked out and it would also have to be like a post apocalyptic situation where there's no other thing to eat. Would you be okay, listen, I think a better example, guinea pigs. People in Brazil eat guinea pigs. It's the same shit. It is kind of the same shit. The only difference is there they're not pets. Honestly, I'm also imagining Hamsters that she are... did it in front of her daughter, and that is kind of worse. Mommy, no! Jesus. Oh my god. <laughs> like, the, the, the video quality and the angle, almost, I'm like, damn, she told her kid, hold the phone, watch this. Hold my beer. She snatched that poor hamster up. A hamster's a stupid pet. Is that a hot take? I think most people who have had a hamster will agree. But some people are crazy about their pets. You know? Some people definitely have hamsters and are not children. And that's not normal. (laughs) That's a hot take. Very hot. Just being like, you know what? You're fucking weird if you have a hamster and you're not 
12. I had a hermit crab. I'm glad I don't have a hermit crab anymore because that'd be a weird pet for an adult as well. I've bossed up to axolotls. I'm in a different plane. That's kind of like those weird people you know that have a pet lizard. Like, those people are always kind of weird. Yeah. Or like a pet snake. Yeah. I'm just scared of snakes, so I wouldn't fuck with that. I wouldn't fuck that on, with that on any level, even if it was a good pet. Even if that motherfucker would go fetch for me, I wouldn't fuck with it. So, I'm biased. That could be the most well-behaved snake in the world. I don't care. Can't trust him. It's like the story with the scorpion and the frog going across the river. What? You don't, you've never heard that? I've never heard that one. Where, where have you where heard this a, one? Where a scorpion's trying to get across the river and it convinces a frog to what? get on his back and then... What? And then halfway across, the scorpion stings the frog. Scorpion's like, yeah, and, fuck it. We're in the middle of this river, but the, I'm feeling and, a little stingy. And the frog was like, you know, you've killed us both, basically, <laughs> for no fucking reason. And the scorpion said some shit like, it's in my nature. Yeah, he was like, well, I at that's, least got to the, sting you. That's the nature of a scorpion. Even if it ends to its demise, it's not going to stop it from being a scorpion. I kind of feel that way about a snake. Can't trust it. No matter what. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if there was a snake in here. <laughs> or you thought you, like, heard a snake. Uh, or, wait, wait, wait. Wake up in live, a cold sweat. Live somewhere where there are snakes and you could just think that there's a snake in here. Like, there's just the possibility. Because Bruh. snakes live where you live. Speaking of Australia, have you seen that one video where the guy finds, like, the giant snake in his toilet? I have seen snakes come out of the toilet before. That is Bruh. one of the scariest thoughts. Like, I have actually been in Florida and kind of thought about, like, yo, if something really just popped out of the toilet, like, it's how a fuck, yeah. How I'm gonna be, am I? I'm going to be standing on top of a chair like I'm a fucking puss. I don't care. I'm not doing Not trying it. to die. Yeah. So shit like that happens when I'm in Florida. I'm going to be the least equipped to do anything about it. Is that all the time we have this week? I think it is. We will be back next Friday. Uh, special guest, maybe, hopefully. This has been a while. Um, I will drag one of you out there. You know who you are. Um, you will be in the studio on the next episode. Uh, be ready. Carl, it's probably you. Uh, or Pierce. Um, yeah, link in bio as always. Be sure to click that little bell wherever the fuck you're listening to this. To be fair, we recorded three episodes in less than two weeks. Yeah. Kind of impressive. That's kind of crazy. All right. Goodbye, y'all. Have a safe spring break last week. Yeah, true.